You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to another Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. This is my favourite bulletin. I said that last week. My name is Errol Parker. Joining me in the studio today, Wendell Hussey and Effie Bateman. How are the both of you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? I'm all right. It's it's freaking Friday. I'm ready to get out of this. Freaking Friday and it's the start of, of the here. financial year, which it means is. it's the end of the previous financial year, which means I got my fucking tax back. It's well, invoicing season. No, that's boring. I don't have anything to do with that. I just got my tax back. I've got a case of vodka cruises. I am batching it up this weekend with my significant other out of town, so... Effie, what's going on in your world? Well, it's Friday, so I have my new routine where I hate watch the new Sex in the City, and then I call my mum and I give her a rundown on what's happened during the episode, because she refuses to watch it. So it's just a very hate-filled Friday for me today. And who says young people get bored in the bush and get up to no good, eh? <laughs> Plenty of things to do on the weekend in the country, isn't there? Exactly. Uh, always fun with a case of vodka cruises. Errol Parker, should we kick these things off? Let's do it, mate. What's making news this week in Batuta? Well, Stuart Broad is now apparently a judge on the spirit of cricket. Yes, in one of the most shocking stories to ever grace this newspaper, English cricketer and famous cheat Stuart Broad is apparently a moral arbiter on the spirit of cricket. The man who refused to walk after hitting one to first slip and brags about it every opportunity he gets has this week revealed that the Australian cricket team are a bunch of filthy cheats. Well, you really have a dearth of cricket knowledge there, Effie. (laughs) And that's right, if you've been living under a rock, the Aussie cricket team have been accused of cheating by the English this week after Alex Carey ran out his counterpart Jonathan Bairstow fairly and squarely. And as a result... Because they're two down, the English have decided to spend the week sooking about a completely legal dismissal, saying that Australia are ruining the game and refusing to play it the right way. However, what's been pointed out following the first day's cricket at Headingley, it might be time for the English to focus on the spirit of catching the fucking ball rather than cricket. No, they actually did catch those balls, Errol. They didn't drop them. Oh, they that's right, them. yes. And you mentioned there that they're, they're baz 2 catches. Yeah, they're baz catches. Baz catches! Um, and you said they're 2-0 down. They're actually 2-0 up. They've won the first True, matches, yes, Because yes. morally and philosophically they are superior to us as cricketers. True. Well, so. well that's how the uh, English conquered the Germans in, in World War II, by having higher morals. Mm. Now, we'll move on to some political news. And a report has called for the architects of the robo-debt scheme to be treated as guilty until they can prove their innocence. Hmm. Yummy politics news. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Feisty around you, Politics news. Me likey. The report into the illegal government robo-debt scheme has been handed down basically revealing that it was a failure on every single level. It's also confirmed that the cover-up was as bad as the original scheme and has recommended a raft of criminal and civil charges against the individuals who made it happen. Now, a new report from South Batuta Polytechnic's Humanities Faculty has also been released, calling for those behind the scheme to be treated as convicted criminals until they can prove their innocence. As the lead author of the report said, that's how they treated ordinary Australians, so let's put the shoe on the other foot and see how they like it. Well, it's interesting, Mr Hussey, because, you know, in other countries, not too far from here, you know, with charges like this, 
public servants are often met with bullets, but mm. not here in this country. No, no, not in this country. Um, that report's also called for the politicians not to be given millions of dollars of taxpayer money to fund their legal defences. They can actually pay for it them fucking selves, apparently, according to the report. True. I do like that model. I mean, that's something I think the new anti-corruption commission can examine, the um, overseas-based model where if you're a corrupt politician, you know, you get taken outside. Yeah, well, I'll be looking on SEEK for positions in the federal ICAC firing squad to mm. uh, show up under the uh, <laughs> under the hussy model. Finally, what else is making news, Effie? Well, gays have been told to take a hike as corporations rush to swap pride symbolism for NADOC symbolism. Delightful. Yes, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture, history and storytelling has been on display for all this week with NADOC events right around the country. And in a trend with the latest decade of progressive neoliberal performances, the top end of town is also nodding to the contributions of Australia's First Nations people in their own special way. Yes, not by hiring any of them, but by plastering the red, black and yellow colours on every single corporate logo they can. That's right, the rush for the corporate sector to join in on the NADOC symbolism has seen the LGBTQI flags of last month's Pride Festival disappearing overnight. The gays have been told to take a hike as tax-dodging corporations turn their attention to acknowledging Indigenous people, a community that has been undermined and trodden on for hundreds of years by the same systems and institutions that they lobby for and get very favourable treatment from. So, our final story of the week, Effie Bateman. Yes, well, talking about painful white people, a suburban family doing taco night has taken place this week without including a single Mexican flavour or spice. Yes, it was Taco Tuesday in a local Batuta Heights home this week with matriarch Deborah Lismore serving up what could be the most exotic meal ever, consisting of a kilo of unseasoned beef mince, a few hundred grams of cheese and a few strands of lettuce as well as some sour cream. The family reportedly enjoyed themselves a very... Mexican treat. I think there was a bit of smoky barbecue sauce as well, and as Deborah told us, guacamole, coriander slash cilantro, whatever the hell that is, mm. refried beans, some spices, and salsa. Uh, they can all go and get fucked. Apparently, succinct from yep. Deborah. There, fair <laughs> enough. Look, that's what they like, and um, they're enjoying it. And as Deborah said, we have such good produce in this country that we actually don't need to fuck around with things like spices and flavors. You know what I mean? You just rely on the the quality of the uh, three star budget mints you buy from Coles to really carry through. Yeah, well, look, I, you, you might turn your nose up at a bit of Brahmin hump, but you know it's got this country through a lot of tough times, Wendell Hussey. Well, with a lot, with enough smoky barbecue. Barbecue sauce and sour cream, anything tastes good, I guess. Well, let's leave it there, mate, until we get in more trouble. Goodbye.